up, nerds? Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Under Further Review. I'm Kata. That's Mikey C. Hey. That's Mike Rose. Why did you? You said mine quieter than Mikey C. Well, I couldn't. Okay, so I couldn't remember who I said first last time. Oh, and you tried to and, switch it up this week? Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Very who noble is. of you. Well, I, I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember. So, I, but I think I said Mike Rose last time first, and so, I like, I just hesitated. I wasn't being quieter. I, I was hesitant about what I was doing. Well, that's not how it felt. Hmm. I felt like you didn't even mention me last week. Oh my god! <laughs> did you hear that? The drama. Did you, did you hear how you hurt his feelings? I'm sure it won't be the first time she hurts my feelings today, but let's continue. Oh yeah, this God. is going to be a big Mikey C episode. We're really going <laughs> to dig into some Mikey C psyche. I'm excited. Welcome to Under Further Review, everyone. Um, if you haven't already, uh, just just housekeeping, be sure to follow us on our social media. Our handle is at UFR Vodcast with a V. That's at UFR V-O-D-C-A-S-T. Shoot us an email. Our email is hello UFR at gmail.com. I actually haven't checked that in a few weeks. Ooh, should probably do that. Um, do we usually have like a massive amount of emails? I mean, I don't know. Like you never, we've changed things up a bit. Like I have no idea what's going on. So if you haven't emailed now is the time, cause I'm going to check it later and, uh, yeah, subscribe rate and give us a positive review. If you don't have anything nice to say, my mom said post up on Twitter with me, you'll get to fight with me. Yeah. We- we've. We've got a fun, a fun show today. Firstly, okay, so the the first and foremost thing is our our big update is that Mikey C and I actually met in person for the first time. The first week. time. We've How long have we been that. friends? Well, like it's two and a half years, right? It no, was, it's got to be longer. It, I think it's like five. It was definitely like no, 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 because no, it was definitely like March or April of 2020. I don't think that's true. I think it was before that. No, because it was it was when I was finishing grad school. I remember what I was wearing the day before I graduated from grad school. I was on Hilton Head and I remember wearing it because I was wearing when you first heard from Mikey C. I do. I well, okay. I I guess we had been speaking on like Twitter before then. But the first time we ever zoomed was in maybe like May of 2020. Oh, okay. Anyways, it, it's been a while and and you know, and we actually we met because you invited me kind of haphazardly picnic. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think you were going to come, but you were actually excited for it. Well, I haven't seen anyone or like done anything in a really long time other than like this kid, which by the way, we're in our new apartment today, which is exciting. Like this is the first time we're actually recording in person together. Um like actually i think it is the first time we're recording in person together i don't think we've actually done that before now that i'm thinking about it no we were sitting on the couch together and you invited me and mike rose was like are you gonna go and i'm like yeah and i kind of felt bad that you didn't go but it's okay i actually have a job (laughs) no i have a job well the thing is i was even reluctant to invite kata because i've got such a black cloud that's been following me this year and God forbid, I didn't want any of like my friends to like possibly fall underneath this cloud at all, but fail. Of course, that still happened, as we'll end up telling you. There was no wait. What do you mean? There. Well, all right, we can get into that later. But but I went to Bristol. Yeah, I'll and... just say, I just want to say like the whole trip, like I, I just had everything planned out. And the point of it is I was going to show you around ESPN, give you like a little tour, show you what I do at work there. And then we were going to go to the company picnic. And that did not happen. Right. And so I, what, how long was the train? It was probably like a three hour commute from the city. And cause I, I drove up to Bridgeport and then took the train from Bridgeport to Westport, took an Uber to ESPN. And then you came and got me. And that's when um, you had the first meeting with Mikey C. That was the first time I met you. Uh-huh. And that was fun until we went in and the security guard was like, (laughs) she can't come in. They were going with COVID rules and saying that I couldn't sign in any guest, which I had thought I had. I thought I had like checked that mark as like, because I've checked in 
guests in like the past like couple of months, but they were tech or they were business related people. Right. And so this security guard was no, we were only allowing people that are coming here to do business. And of course, Kata and I are like all like jumping up and down like school kids. Hey, good to see you and everything. Can I sign in my friend? And he was like, no. Yeah. And I thought I, he was joking. I was like, I was like, can we make this business? Like, can we like, can I well, like come and like produce something? Like what, what's, what do I, had I known, like, I probably could have like said like, oh, this girl's coming in to do some voiceover work or something like that, or something. We were and just we in shock. It. We didn't think it through. So I spent the next three, <laughs> I spent the next three hours in Target. <laughs> I remember this part of the day. <laughs> How awful is that? I had to, I just met her finally after all this time, and I had to drive her to Target and say, "Wait here for two, three hours while I finish up work." All right, I had fun I in Target. Awful. I read, I read a Colleen Hoover book, or I started one, and then I finished it on the train home, and and I shopped a little bit. I found like the perfume section and like tried on all the perfumes. Oh, that's how you smelled so good. Yeah, probably because I was all gross from the train, and then. And then you came and got me and we went to this picnic and it was really fun. We met like, I think the most fun part about it was I got to a meet a lot of people that you've told me about over the years, like friends of yours who I wouldn't know. And then I also got to meet people who I'm like internet friends with, like people who I've interacted with on Twitter and stuff, but I've like never seen, like, I don't know what they look like and stuff. But we walked around like compound. It was fun. It was fun to like get to spend some time with you and whatever. I don't think I need to go again. <laughs> no. There were a lot of like children. That's not a good Yelp review. No, like it was just. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Because I mean, all my friends, you know, from like all my coworkers, they all just stayed in one spot. And I didn't want to just stay there with Kata and like talk shop all day i actually wanted to hang out and spend some time with kata so that's why we yeah. like walked around but how many times can you walk around an amusement park well i i thought that was really fun and it was it was cool to see like like all the kids there were like again it was like mostly kids and they were like on the rides we didn't ride anything yeah everyone the kids looked like they were having fun the adults like kind of looked like they weren't and so like why would we get on a ride if we weren't gonna like have fun yeah it was a very like it was supposed to have rain all day long luckily the rain for the most part held off but it was like really muggy like you were kind of like in like a muggy sweat all day which is kind of gross you know so sex was out of the question of course uh <laughs> <laughs> edit that part out if you want historically <laughs> <laughs> and um i'll pick it up so like yeah it was like a really like muggy day and it was kind of like gloomy and so i'm leaving that in <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i'm leaving all of this in yeah no but but it was fun and it was cool yeah it was cool to me like i met um one of Mikey C's friends who he used to have a podcast with and okay. um, you met Dan mm -hmm. Stanzik. I met Dan Stanzik. That was kind of cool. Do you know who Dan Stanzik is? He, I know of He used Dan. to produce you. Who was the person that I introduced you to and they said, oh, is that the person you're doing the new podcast with? It and was. They, said, uh, they what, hadn't listened yet. Who was Yeah, that? I was the podcast girl. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, I felt bad because like it's kind of said, this was, uh, it's not like a uh, an easy trip she had to spend all this time on the train and uber and everything i i had a lot of fun it was it was a lot of fun i would go again if the weather were better probably it was it was cool and it was cool to meet you and then the i think one of my favorite parts of the day though was afterwards you kind of like drove me around waterbury and i got to see <laughs> like where you grew up which was yeah. like I got to show her Holy Land USA. She was astounded okay. by Holy Land USA. Have you heard of this amusement park? It's called Holy Land. No, it sounds like an amusement park that underpaid actors would work at. It does, right? So <laughs> it's it's called Holy Land. Like it's not forget Disneyland. Holy Land is where it's at. Like this is <laughs> this is like the Christian amusement like, park dream amusement park. And so I read all about it on the train home. And Holy Land is like it, it is exactly what it sounds. There aren't like really like rides, but it's kind of like amusement with like themed worship and like Paul the Apostle and like all this crazy shit. And people have died there. And that's yeah. my favorite thing about amusement parks is figuring out how many people <laughs> have died at each one. 
like this is how I fall asleep at night is like reading about all the deaths at Disney World. Oh, a lot of people go there to commit suicide. That's what puts her to sleep at night. It is. Anyways, I had fun. We got to meet. It won't be the last time. And I feel like now he probably feels more comfortable coming and hanging out with us in person. So probably a little bit. So I told you it was it was really weird. I've, I've always had this weird thing with Kata where I feel like I've already met her. So in a way, it wasn't like meeting like I wasn't nervous of meeting her or anything like that. Like I would like say if I was going like on a blind Tinder date or something like that. Like I really had this weird sense that I had. I don't know. It's weird. It was a little fever dreamy, though. Was there anything about me physically that like you thought was like, was <laughs> well, I? Hey, let's get down to it now. No, 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 no. I'm curious because you were actually shorter than I thought you would be. Really? Even though I tell okay. You wow. I, I like we thought... had the conversation about how how you are not as tall as Mike, but a little bit taller than me. And well, I how was tall is Mike? Else. I'm significantly taller than both of you. How tall are you, Mike? Are you five ten? Five ten and a half. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, because I I think I told you like I like to consider myself at five nine. If Mike is five ten, there's then you're no saying way. I'm definitely not no, five nine. No, not. there's there's absolutely no way because I'm five seven on a good day and I was wearing two inch heels and I was taller than you. Not by much though. And that was one of the first things I noticed about you because I thought you were gonna be considerably taller than me, but I thought we were pretty close in height. Mm. With heels. Yeah, with, with heels, with yeah. Heels. Yeah. I didn't think you towered. I didn't think you would be looked awkward walking together. No, I don't think so either. Well, did you ask anybody? No, for we feedback? didn't. We should have. We should yeah, have asked for feedback. Totally should have. Should have pulled it. I yeah. could try and get some feedback for the next podcast. I'll ask some people who saw us. Absolutely. <laughs> ask and ask them. Yeah, ask them if we looked weird together and shit. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 I think my favorite part about it was we didn't talk shop and we didn't talk sports. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sucks. <laughs> no, it was awesome. I love that for us. And talk about sports. Like, well, that's all we do at work. I mean, what's the fucking beef about talking about sports well, during your life? All right. So, what else physically did you notice about me besides height? Yeah, I'm curious. Mm, well, his eyes were you... lot, his eyes were a lot bluer in person. He's got well, really. I knew thing. he had really beautiful blue eyes, but but they were like icy, shockingly blue. Hmm. Yeah, because you would actually... on the computer. Yeah, yeah, you can see it, but in person, and I think it's because like his hair is a little bit lighter in person because he's like hiding in his cave all the time when we're doing this. And mm. so it just like it it sticks out against the lighter hair too. Because you had actually sent Mike a picture of me um next to like the smoking sign when we were at <laughs> they had like designated smoking areas, and you'd uh, sent Mike a picture, and Mike actually said, like, oh Mikey C is cute. I did. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like, well, why is it that I have so much? There's got to be something about me in person that's throwing women off. That's why well, I texted you and I was like, please, now that we met, can you tell me why the opposite sex is so repulsed to me? Well, we'll get into that in, in our oh, block yeah. here. We're going to get into this in our second segment. Still but, wait. but let's let's do let's do our, our sporty game. Do we have any updates? Does anyone want to make any trades for our game? here? I'll, I'll let you take. Over. No, no, no. You clearly just you I know. mean, I don't know. Like, I so if you would like to reiterate what the rules are here. All right, everybody, we drafted full teams of exactly eight teams. And we have a point system that relates to how the team does throughout the entire year, spending from how many games won, lost, and then all the way up to the Super Bowl. Um, and we are doing it very much so similarly to a fantasy football league in which we have kind of waiver wires every week. We're doing a snake waiver wire and not by standing because I'm not going to be counting points throughout this season. Sorry, I'm busy. Um, and so every week we are talking about whether or not we want to add drop a team because there are extra teams, eight teams times three of us is 24. So there are extra teams or trade. And this week in the little snake waiver wire, the order is me, Kata and Mikey C. So if you do not know our teams, Go back a couple episodes. It's the intro for the season. Watch it. It's spicy. There were some bad choices made. Check it out. And um, no, I don't think anyone here probably is going to be down to do any big trades because the only thing that happened this week that might have made you switch was if you had picked the Browns, if you were silly enough to do so. And no one here picked the Browns in their draft. So who has the Panthers? I have the Panthers. You do, huh? Because And I'm... I am pleased with that selection. Yeah, because of the whole Baker Mayfield being the starting QB now. I have faith in Baker Mayfield. That was one of the reasons why I selected the Panthers. And they I think I think the Panthers have a 
a strong D. I think I I feel good about everyone thinks that that choice was the stupidest choice ever because I picked them mm. in front of so many good teams. Not but ever. I, I feel really you good made about dumber this choices, choice. I thought. <laughs> I I think I've made dumber choices in life for sure. <laughs> but I feel very strongly about this choice that I made. Um Baker Mayfield starting is, is the Panthers starting QB. Uh Sam Darnold is still on the roster, right? As of as of recording I imagine, this episode. I guess he's yeah, I guess the backup, I guess. Yeah. Now. I think it's smart to keep he's him. He's a good backup. But I, I think he's yeah. a great I think he's a good starter. I think it would be stupid for them to let him go to another team. So no, I don't know if we can call him a great starter at this point, considering no team wants. All right. To I said start. good, not great. I think he's good. I feel like though, like when you're talking about quarterbacks and like their skill level and like their their value, you kind of have to speak in absolutes. Because it's either they're gonna take you to a Super Bowl or they're not. It's not like, oh, well, he's not going to take us to a Super Bowl, but he might get us in the playoffs, and that's good. Are no. You, but no, but are you going to sit here and tell me that Mitchell Trubisky is a better starter than Sam Darnold? No, but why? Are they on the same team right now? No, but Mitchell Trubisky is going to start for the Steelers. Yeah, he's he's bad. Yeah. Well, how about you like look at it this way? Because like my friend and I, we were just fighting about this this week because I'm a 49er fan, and he was giving me the, why don't you guys just start Jimmy G? He got you to a Super Bowl. And I was under, yeah, but I came at him with, well, how do I know Trey Lance can't win us a Super Bowl? So, I mean, I don't know where you guys stand on the whole, like, Jimmy G side to it. Yeah, he'll win you games. But, I mean, I'm looking at it as I want somebody who could still do more. So, I mean. I feel weird about the decision from the 49ers because the 49ers had a run last year with jimmy g and so i'm a little like i get that you drafted trey lance with this plan in mind but it might be time to pivot a little bit and say well jimmy g's still out here balling so let jimmy g ball i don't i don't get it yeah like we're thinking too galaxy brained about this i think we're i think we're overcomplicating this in the 49ers point of view we are especially you know i was trying to relate it to like baker and sam darnold but you know at least jimmy g's won games compared to them Jimmy G's a great quarterback, I would call him easily. I don't call know. Great. I call him great. I've I feel like the 49ers have won more in spite of him, not because of him. But he's gotten you he won't I can't even say he won't lose you games because he always seems to throw like a last minute interception anyways. He did it in like all those games. I think if a team is going south, you blame the quarterback. And if the team is winning, you give the quarterback credit. I don't think in the sport of football, you can take the quarterback very far out of the equation of a team success. What makes Jimmy G so good looking? Oh God. That's an easy question. Is it the beard? Cause I got a beard. I'm a it's Italian. everything. He's the whole package. He's the yeah. whole, every, he's that good looking. I feel like, I feel like God made him. <laughs> I like picking the best of every like genetic in the book. And yeah. just like was like, I'm going to create the ideal specimen. I flirted with him at an Eagles game last year. Oh, yeah. Because I was or it was two years ago <laughs> when I was at the 49ers game. And um, we have these really fantastic family owned seats from when the stadium opened. And all the, uh, the, oh, my God. What is it like 15th to 20th row or 15th to 10th row on the 50 yard line? And we're on the visitor side so I can like say something and they can hear me. And enough times I went, Jimmy. Jimmy and eventually he turned and went are you busy later <laughs> and he that kinda, totally happened he, he kind of giggled and turned away and I was like fucking yeah, and then I think bad. we won that game and so I was like yeah fuck you Jimmy G but I was still like you know available he's still get. single right uh, as far well he's not married as far as I know I don't know mm. if he's dating anyone. Quick add to that. Uh, Kata and I walked past the Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders when we were at the ESPN picnic, and I was actually a little disappointed. There were, I mean, I won't say they were ugly, but they weren't. They like, were gorgeous. What the fuck yeah, are you talking not about? all of them. For they NFL cheerleaders? Mike, you see, these comments are going to be talked in the next block about why the other sex is maybe repulsed <laughs> by you. <laughs> a common question you just asked, what, what is wrong? Why doesn't anybody like me? <laughs> and then he says, the Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders were ugly. For an NFL cheerleading squad, I was kind of disappointed. 
I thought it was interesting that they were the ones who were there. I, I'm surprised yeah, I don't like, know what they couldn't get. Talk about height. They were all short. They weren't they were very little. tall. Yeah. Well, cheerleaders are little. I feel like that's a thing. They're gymnasts. Yeah. You have to yeah. be small you to be a gymnast. Be I guess. Yeah. Um, no, they uh, they were there. And um, oh, and the other big attraction, but the other big football attraction at the picnic was Sam Acho was there yeah. signing, doing a book signing. Yeah. We didn't catch that. I saw it. Oh, you did? I asked, yeah, I saw it and I just didn't say anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as our game goes, I do not want to make any trades. I'm going to. So you don't want to trade the Panthers? Not yet. No, All I do right. not. I, w- I want to wait until the regular season. I know it's not my turn. It's your turn, right? You go first. No, I already said I alluded to. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. Are you good, Mikey C? Well, unless you're willing to move the Panthers, which you don't sound like you are right now. That's the only team I'm interested in right now. Wow. <laughs> wait. wait. I didn't realize that's why you were I mean, asking. I'm interested. I just wanted to see if they'd be on the table. Spicy. Who would you give up for them, just hypothetically? Yeah, if you want to propose a trade, I'm sitting here. Ooh. Oh, I'm trying to look at my team, but I never got the damn email with this freaking thing. Well, I sent it. I know. It's not in my <laughs> spam either. It's another reason why the opposite sex is repulsed by Mikey C. He doesn't check <laughs> his emails. Mikey, your team is the Buccaneers, the Niners, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Colts, the Raiders, the Vikings, and the Giants. Do you want the Colts? No. No. Why not? Yeah. Because I don't. You you want to give a reason? I bet you the Colts will finish better than the Panthers. Good little side bet action. I will consider your proposal for next week. All right. Take it into consideration this week. I will. And Colts maybe I'll counter you. Colts for Panthers. Okay. Well, well, we will we will move on from there. And uh, let's 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 take a quick break if everybody's cool with that. Are we all good? We're cool. Let's cool. take a break. When we come back, we're going to do some therapy with Mikey C on his own request. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Welcome back. Alrighty. Now, is this therapy or are we going to drag so him? Here's here's what had happened. So. Uh, I leave Bristol on Monday. Everything's fine. We're like, thank you. So I'm like, thank you so much for inviting me. We had a great time. Like everything is all good. And then I had like a hell of a day yesterday and I like kind of was not like in the mind space to pay attention to anyone, let alone Mikey C. (laughs) And he texts me about how he's having like a really shitty day. I just said I was blah. Yeah. Well, sure. But that with you is usually a little bit amplified. And so, um, and you said, I I don't understand. You said, I'm excited to talk on the podcast and figure out why I repulse the opposite sex. And this is also, by the way, I feel like a direct reaction of a conversation that we had on Monday because you texted when I sent you the picture of Mikey with his like guns out in the sunshine, smoking a cigarette in the hmm. area. And what did you say exactly? I have them pulled up my exact text was is he going to the gym after this what's with this outfit and then after that i said okay so he can get it i thought you said i thought you said how was he single well okay and then i responded blah 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 and then you said and i say can you do investigative reporting as to why mikey c is single he's cute so what's the issue and that's perfect started talking about that then all right. So now he said what he said about the Eagles cheerleaders. I think I'm starting to solve the fucking puzzle. What is my theory and or what does my thought on the Eagles cheerleaders have to do with why people are repulsed by me? Well, those comments, Mikey. See. I, yeah, well, but I say it amongst friends here, you know. And also, but also though, like you're telling me that one if if one of those cute little Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders came up to you and made a move on you, you wouldn't be like extremely flattered. Not the ones that I found unattractive. None of them were unattractive. There were a couple unattractive ones. I think rephrasing our uh, what we're saying instead of, I think you're ugly or unattractive, but rather, oh, not for me. Oh, God. That's not for me. <laughs> and when All we right. rephrase things like All that. Right. There are some of the Eagles cheerleaders that I could say were not for me. And if they approached me, I would, I would be flattered. Yes, I'm flattered if anyone approaches me. But I would not be interested, probably. I guess I could say I am not interested in a couple of the Eagles cheerleaders. There you go. Me neither. There you go. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> we got something in common. 
Why do you think you're repulsive to the opposite sex? That's, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to ask. Was there anything physically? I don't think you're an unattractive guy. Like I don't, I am not attracted to if you. We were, if we were, if we had met like on Tinder or something like that, and this was like a date and you saw so there would be nothing except maybe a little bit of a height that would have uh, the height wouldn't have been a problem for me. That wouldn't have even been a problem. No, I've dated shorter guys before. I have two questions. Really, two thoughts. Please. One, gay men are already a little bit more audacious. Like they will just approach anyone. They have nothing to lose. Um, so, like you statistically might goals. get head on hit on by gay men more often because they're just not. They're just, you know, they're, they're not scared. I feel like that used to be the opposite. I always feel like. I used to be, I felt like when I was younger, the gay men were more selective. Yeah, maybe not. That's because anymore. gay men used to get beat up. <laughs> well, okay. That could be. Yeah. So I used to be more flattered, I think, in the past when a gay man would like flirt with me. Now I you're you're right. I feel like uh, I, I feel like they're more uh, willy dilly to try and find out my sexual orientation. Unless it's me and I don't talk to anybody. So what do I really know? But second, maybe you're looking in the wrong places. Yeah, I think that's a thing too. And I know, so this this is also a conversation that we have had time and time again. I understand it's probably like real fucking hard to date in the middle well, of nowhere. Yeah, but Ka- like dating Ka- Ka- got a, a good view of what Connecticut's like walking around a little bit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not it's, a great dating pool. It's rough, but like dating online, I feel like. So you're saying... All right. So then let's just like put a tiny bow on this. So you're saying when we met in person, there was nothing that you were like, well, repulsed you from our meeting. No, so I could actually dismiss that from my uh, lack of confidence. No, yes. that could be part no, of no physically, problem. physically. I you were uh, you were Im- impressive. <laughs> do, you cl- do you care to clarify what you mean by I impressive? I mean, oh, maybe, well, this would make me feel better. Now. I wasn't I wasn't unimpressed. <laughs> and thus... maybe it was a great place for sex because clearly i don't know oh my god <laughs> i don't know i don't know what you mean by impressive i just mean like i mm. i like i feel like i i got what i paid for like i i wanted this the mikey not... c i wanted mikey c and i got mikey c it's like, not straying from the sex analogy this is this is hard this is a really hard conversation this is also not straying from the sex analogy everything that's Am I am I blushing? Am I blushing? I feel like I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I'm, I'm feeling. We also turned the AC off. Uh, no, I just, so it got I, really hot in there. Oh wow! I feel like I feel like I I you were exactly what and I you know, expected. With a and don't just throw this on me because one of the first things that come out of Kata's mouth was, "Oh, so what were your first impressions of me?" That's true. Oh. Because well, she was no, very curious. I but I wasn't self conscious about it. I just wanted to know if after all of this time, particularly because you have a history with me of forgetting like basic details of like you, I'm sh- certain you still have no idea how old I am, by the way. Because for a long time, you thought I was like a teenager. And then for a long time, you thought I was like 40. So there's that like you, you that is true i have no idea about you i feel i feel like there was a good chance that maybe you had like painted some picture of of who i was in your brain and i wanted to know if i lived up to what you had thought after all of this time of only speaking on the internet like i i was that's why i asked was i just wanted to see if if what after all this time. And, and I thought, I always think that's an interesting, it's the same thing. Like when you are talking to someone on the internet, which I, again, haven't done in a long time, but like, if you're like having a conversation with like a Tinder date or something, and then they show up and you feel like to get back to last week's topic, would you feel slightly catfished because like, it just wasn't what you expected, right? you know? And so I just, I wasn't sure if it was after all this time, if that would be a possibility. No. I was not self-conscious about anything that I was putting <laughs> forward because I'm very secure in who I am as, as uh, troubling as that may be in a lot of cases, but, but yeah, no, I, I, I did not find you repulsive. You were pretty much exactly what I expected with a few exceptions of like, I just thought you might be a little bit taller than you'd let on. And I didn't realize your eyes were so blue and that's it. All but, right. I'll take it. I guess I'm not ashamed of that. And you don't need to dye your beard. I like, don't because I just ordered some new beard dye. 
You don't yeah. think so? No. 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 In fact, I think I saw a picture that you posted not too long ago where you did beard dye and it didn't look natural. It, it looked really. <laughs> it looked like a drawing. I noticed it when you were driving me. God, I can't believe I got into a car with this man. Um, I, I noticed Man, it I'm when a very you were, good driver. You were a very good driver, but um, but I I did notice when we were driving around. Oh, that's that's something I noticed. This is a, a plus for you, women listening who are interested in dating a Mikey C. He makes excellent eye contact. Oh. Even when he's driving, he manages to like make you feel safe, like eyes on the road, but he makes excellent eye contact. I was gonna say, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you should make the that's like uh, when somebody gets in your car, especially a female, that's like a big thing is to make them feel safe. I think I think your problem is like a dating pool problem, dude. Like mm-hmm. I I don't and, and like maybe how do I say this nicely? Like, I mean, I think, I think there's like differences. Like I obviously, I wouldn't date you for a lot of reasons, mostly because I like you too much, but, um, but like we are, I cop out ideologic. He's said that before and I disagree. I like him too much, but I, and do not like the person you're actually dating. Like, no, I love, love, it's different. I, I actually don't like him a lot of the time. Love you, Michael. Don't like you a lot of the time. Um, but I think like. I, I think like ideologically we're very different too, and that wouldn't work. Although mm. Michael and I are pretty different. I was gonna say like, that, yeah, no, no. Historically, that issue has not posed to stop you. So I, I would say, eh. I, I don't think I'm the right person to answer this question, Wait, even though I'm the woman in um, the room. But I have a question, Mikey. Like the famous question but after like all the dating you've done if you had like some core things you say you're looking for like what are you actually looking for actually uh, that's actually a a touchy subject because actually a few of my friends have really pointed this out lately that it's possible i don't know what i'm looking for Hmm. maybe you haven't found like a problem right you might have not found like very specific um things like some core values that you're like this is a make or break out the gate for me like i have a few for me that if i clock this from you i'm like i know we will not get along long term what are yours mine are your like how kind of what is the word i'm looking for how obsessed you are with like your financial goals like there are some people that i think they're a lot of their decisions are driven financially and like the jobs that they do, they don't really like their job, but they do it because it's good money and they don't have any like passions or loves or hobbies that they're like, I love doing this because I this love is doing a deal it. breaker. Yes. Really? And I'm going to explain why I'm not saying it's a it must have been something you've gone through in the past. I'm assuming into, I've never dated someone long term who was like this. But when I've had like singular dates, uh, and I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm not saying if this if you're like, oh, no, I have my job because my goal is to make a lot of money. That is fine. Just for me as a person, like a lot of what drives me to do what I do, the decisions I make are entirely based off of what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And not all of those things and very few of them are financially very lucrative. I'm not irresponsible with money, but we just I know will not see eye to eye in terms of what we want to do long term as possibly like a pair because I drive myself towards things that I'm passionate about and that might not be financially like the richest move I can make. And if I'm interacting with someone who's like, oh, I don't care about my job. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I just like making money and doing expensive things or like traveling or, you know, spending that money in a way that's fun. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that is not something I relate to very well. I I would agree with you there. I think that's like a huge, like I, I've dated people who are also very financially driven and I'm like, why can't we just like get in a car and like go on a road trip? Like, I don't, I don't really, I like to do things that I like to do and whatever. Nate Bargatze, this comedian who I love, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's got a couple of specials on Netflix, but he's fucking hilarious. And, um, he has this great, uh, bit like with his, what he's talking about his wife and he's like, I'm the dreamer. Like, and, and she's like, the no fun police like if i'm having fun she's like stop it um (laughs) but he's like you can't really have two dreamers otherwise you'll go broke which is true so like there's someone i think but yeah i what i'm saying is i do agree though like it's kind of not fun to date someone who's who is motivated by financial success primarily right i dated someone who i really really liked as a human being but it 
reached sort of an end point because I was like, man, we do not have enough things to connect on because our priorities in terms of why we make the decisions we make are very polar opposites. And eventually, like it just, you know, it dried up. It was like, okay, well, just the way we are making our decisions, it was never an argument. It was never, you know, like anything contentious, but it was like, oh, clearly this is not, you know, we do not see eye to eye on, on our priorities. So Mike, you yeah. see from that example. I can't you- even get that far. I mean, I basically, I have one red flag or one thing. I, I just, I don't fit date fat girls and that's about it. I can date anything underneath people. Think I'm too go picky. back. Nope. Go back. Not letting you get away with that one. <laughs> so, just, that's about it. And, and from nah. there on, I'm willing to give anything else a try. Why? So what, what do you have against people that are larger? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just not a large person. It's just, it's, I'd like to feel like a man in the bed and everything like that. And a person bigger than me is not going to make me feel very masculine and comfortable in the relationship. So do you feel like that's something you need to work on individually as opposed to finding someone that maybe works around? No, that? because it all falls to attractiveness too. You're going to date somebody who you're attracted to and that's just not what I'm attracted to. I would say often the things that I don't find attractive in other people, I would find unattractive in myself. And so what has helped me is that if I find something, I'm like, well, I'm not attracted to that physical thing in a person. I'm like, well, I I work to rewire my brain in a way that says, okay, I'm I judge this thing because I would judge it in myself and I ought, I ought to not judge that thing. Like someone's weight is not something necessary to judge them on physically. And so. So you're it. saying I'd be happier if I started dating fat girls? No, I'm saying, do, would you judge yourself if you were larger, if you were fatter? I would, I might be more uh, open to it, but I'm not. So it's just like, I'm sure there's plenty of women who are like, oh, he's too short or he's too skinny. There's physical things that you don't, you know, that, uh, would cancel somebody out of somebody you would date. What I'm hearing is like, maybe this is like a project for the season is like breaking down exactly. Did you call Mikey C a project? Well, no, <laughs> no, no. It used no, to be, I see women say. used to like projects. They used to be actually uh, uh, attracted to guys that they were found to be broken and tried at, to fix. No, no, no. Yeah, then they grew up. At my, age, got at my <laughs> age, like I'm, I'm certainly not looking for a project, but I think like, an but I don't think I'm broken. No, I don't. I don't. But I think something that maybe can be like a through line that we continue to examine here is, um, is Mikey C's uh, definition of masculinity and almost, um, <laughs> No, no, because like there are certain things like like I've picked up on, obviously, through years and years of conversation with you, but also even just like physically, for instance, like you were like, I I love a nice like Southern gentleman because I'm Southern, but like like you opening doors for me and whatever, like those are very like masculine associative things to do. And like, I feel like there's a certain you have like a certain perception of what masculinity is that is i think probably a little bit dated let alone like but i know um, like what's the other word i'm looking for not just old it, school. i mean it is old limiting school, but it, it is limiting. limiting it's limiting that's right re- because like i think i think what we're what we have entered like an era as like young I will go ahead and just call us all single people because that's what none of us are married as young single people who are like interacting in society um, and not like confined to a particular bubble. I think we are in an era that kind of celebrates a broader definition of what masculinity is. And I think even just opening that up and kind of breaking down those barriers that might help you a figure out what you want and b maybe even like open up your horizons and and like have a little luck with women who are interested in maybe more emotional guys with like broader horizons and more like less boundaries Uh, well in a way i guess that'll be a project because that's not something we'll fix in this (laughs) podcast that's for sure (laughs) i'm not sure why not (laughs) well not today not today not today i think the, i think the things that i like try to like pay attention to that you know these masculine things like opening doors and if you know like i always try to walk you know make sure i'm walk on the inside of the road and things like that i mean it, it, even if they are dated in old school i don't think women mind them no i i 
I I certainly don't. Right. And, yeah. and it's not it's certainly not a problem. But like, I think I think you've like trained your brain to a limiting version of masculinity that like, yeah, it can include those things, but also like, you know, it, it can expand like, like your vocab, like your emotional vocabulary. I, I would buy maybe my emotional vocabulary is limited. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could maybe buy that a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyways, we I mean, we can sit here and speculate, but maybe like go on a date this week or something. You really like it is funny. Some boundaries that guys set when they hit a particular age, you really like don't have like you date women with children. You date right. I'm, like I'm, women in different I'm, careers. You know, I you're you're pretty. I'm not liberal picky, with your taste. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Is it break time? I think it's break time. We've, I think we've done all we can for you, Mikey. That's all we're going to get today. I'm right. I'm pleased with it. Okay. I think it was a good conversation. I'm glad we're yes. having it. I'll send Thank an you. invoice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We have um, one more update that uh, an update that we want to give from a conversation that we had a couple weeks ago. And then this happened after we recorded, but before we, we released, um, there is news on the uh, Deshaun Watson um, decision, I guess, is probably the best word for it. The NFL's review committee of a man came back with a decision on Watson's suspension. And it looks like we've got 11 five, games, 11 games, $5 million, which is nothing for him. To yeah. Say. So, so, so yeah, yeah. $5 million doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. Anyways, it doesn't you know, given his contract. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm, I have a lot of confusion about this because I know that like the NFL, this is like, I mean, the common opinion, I feel like the popular opinion is is mine. And that's the NFL came back after the original decision and was like, this is unacceptable and all this bullshit. And we're we're going to do better and seek justice and all this shit. And then they came back and he's not even out for like a year. And that feels like real icky. Did you all see the press conference when the owner spoke about it? And when I just think everybody needs to give him a second chance, well, <laughs> we live in a world in which nobody gets a second chance. And I'm like, bro, like no one's saying don't give him a second like chance in life. But being an, a starter quarterback in the NFL is a privilege. You do not get that privilege. And like a second chance in life after like a significant amount of growth and change and effort, like mm -hmm. forget even, even if he's, which he still is out here saying like, like, I'm sorry to all the women affected. Also, I still didn't do it. And even if he didn't like, you know, it didn't sound like anyone was really buying his, his, no. when he talked at the press conference that he felt remorseful. I don't think anyone felt like he was. No, because he still said he didn't do it. He's remorseful yeah. for what? Like, he's like, <laughs> sorry, kind of is basically yeah. what he's saying. And, um, and I think like like second chances can be warranted in life when there's been work and life lived in between like the faults and the harm, but there like hasn't. So so let me get I mean, not taking Deshaun Watson's side, but let me just I'm because I'm, I'm not at all. But I just want to make this clear. No, it seemed like everyone wasn't going to be happy unless he got a full year. Is that what? The consensus I think, is I think, he should have been kicked out of the NFL. Entirely. Yeah, I think people or would that. have been unhappy if he had gotten a full would year. They have got, you think people would have been happy if he got in a full year? I mean, maybe that I, that would have made at least a little bit more sense. Right, but, fair enough. But I don't, I mean, I think if he had gotten a full year, people would still be unhappy. I don't think there's a, a decision other than kicking him out of the NFL that would have satisfied the general public who believes what we believe, um, which is that, like, he's probably guilty. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I 
I, I don't know what would have satisfied the people. I think it would probably be kicking him out of the NFL. Did you see? Oh, my God. Did you see the sign? I, I think it was it must have it had to have been at a Browns game of the father and the son that were holding the sign that said, yes, you saw that said what? Fuck them hoes. Free said, Fuck them hoes. Free Watson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, I you read know how, the room. You know how, read like, the room. Something makes you cringe so much that you're up at night and you're like, oh, my God. Right, because you see the that father and his son. <laughs> that makes that. me want to throw up right now. Right, Jesus, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think now it's like done, and I don't want to be like we have to move on. But I do think that there are, there's, the NFL has not proven anything about the way that they deal with these issues. I think that. Deshaun Watson has a lot to prove and a lot of growing to do and and whatnot. And I think the Browns are, I think they are still the least implicated party in all of this. And that's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I think, and and to be completely honest, I think the Texans, um, yeah, they well, skated I mean, away. They kind of skated away too. <laughs> too yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think there are two NFL teams that really, uh, that, that have gotten away with, kind of a lot of shit right now and and that hasn't really been addressed at all in the conversation i think the browns will feel a little i i this is where i think it, it i think it was a disservice not to do a full season because now after 11 games he's going to play and there's going to be people that are going to be booing him and people maybe won't come to the games and everything like that it's you know if they gave him a full season it could have at least been forgotten a little bit by next season but now the Browns, I think, will t- take some heat, I guess, come week 11 or 12, whatever it is, that he'll return. Maybe. Unless there's more of those father and sons that come to the games with those signs. I think there's going to be more of that than we think there is. And and that's disappointing so. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to start to see the defenders coming out and uh, of the woodwork. And yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, what, what are we, you know, as far as the Brown season is concerned like do we think who who's who's starting for the Browns this year oh it's Jacoby Brissett as of the right. moment mm-hmm. do you and, think if he plays well they'll I mean well, read the yeah, room I think I, I think I mentioned it in the uh, last podcast or whatever that I, I went through the Browns schedule and they're actually I know their first six games aren't they have easy. a pretty easy schedule mm-hmm. so I mean I feel like uh, by the time Deshaun comes even if Brissett doesn't play great I feel like they'll they'll be up there still by the time Watson comes back so it could become an even bigger story it will be definitely a bigger story when once he gets closer it's going to be a big story I mean look how it was when Michael Vick came back yeah you know, or AB. Yeah, yeah, no. It'll, yeah, it's going to be a big story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I guess we're just going to have to, unfortunately, it's going to be a narrative that I feel like is going to follow. Like, we're it will eventually die down, I think, as we kind of get into the heat of regular season. But we're not going to be able to to rid ourselves of this, like, re- a like- really traumatic story. And it sucks. And I'm done. I hate it all. Yep. I hate it here. Um. Last thing I want to touch on before we go is big news uh, that happened to this week is uh, Biden's out here canceling student loan debt. And let's just kind of go through the details here right quick. Essentially, it's $20,000 if you went to college on Pell Grants. I think that's a smart people thing. Is that uh, well, what's what's a Pell Grant? I, I don't know. A, what it I is. had a Pell Grant. It's a government grant, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. 10,000 if you didn't receive Pell Grants. I thought I got a Pell Grant. Forgiveness only applies to those earning less than 125K. And just as kind of a a bonus here, um, the pause on student loan debt repayment, which has been going on since the beginning of the pandemic, um, has been extended for what they're saying is the final time through December 31st of this year. So people like me who haven't really been paying off much of their student loans at all because they make no money. Um, we don't have to accrue interest through December, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah. So you're happy. I mean, (laughs) all right. So 
What about all the millions and millions of us who paid our student loan debts? See, that's are they going to do I, anything for us? That was my big thing no. about this. This is no. what I this is what I don't. This want argument to hear. is ridiculous. This is what I hate about this. Why? Yes, I am happy. I so I have I have a, a still a, a pretty decent amount of student I think loans. I'm owed I, 10 I paid grand. off a lot of them. No, why? Because why? I actually paid my student loans. Understand that right now you're looking at it from like a me, me, me perspective, but this is not just individual perspective. This is like national economic, the way like young people under the age of 30 have been affected by horrible economics over the last decade. Not to mention those of us who graduated into a pandemic. You didn't think I was broke when I was paying off my student loans? No, I'm I'm sure you were. So are we, and we will continue to be. We still, I mean, it's not like that $10,000 is going to get rid of all my student loans. And also to be fair, I agree. I think you probably shouldn't have had any student loan debt at all. But just because that you were wrong doesn't mean other people have to be wrong, too. Uh, you know, like we have to accept like that was the right decision. You know, that's we should have. It's like something you tell like a kid just because you. Well, because Mikey, your toy broke doesn't mean that you have to go break your other brother's toy. And what you just said is correct. Yeah. Mikey, but I, I think this is America, this is the land of like equal opportunity. Yeah, it is. I did not receive the same equal opportunity that Kata's receiving. So neither, you did, neither did women for a long time, <laughs> if we're going to go there. But, oh. you know, that doesn't mean that I'm going to take away your rights for uh, 200 years. Oh. Well, it's not my fault you were born a woman. <laughs> That's actually another great thing. There are so many people that have been disenfranchised for so long that now live in low-income circumstances due to centuries of oppression by white people in America. And now we're giving relief and a lot of that relief will fall down on those people i actually think if we're talking about fairness sounds mm. pretty fair to me how is it fair just because she went to school year, a couple years after me yeah what that, that, I mean, <laughs> wait did you get was it did you graduate a couple years after kata it was no. more than a couple i'm sure but... what is yeah. it say the year say it yeah when did you graduate college 1998 98 yeah so i was 14 i was, I was three um what was your I mean, student loan date oh no actually this is it great. was a lot i mean i was paying student loans for a long i, mean, I was paying student loans up until like five years ago i feel like and i want to repeat that i think that the way that this country has always price gouged college when it's a necessity to oh, get it's ridiculous. jobs it's ridiculous yeah, and it's like, totally yeah, ridiculous you were in a situation where it was like oh well it's fine if you did it it wasn't fine that you did it but i think the way I would phrase it in your places. I should have gotten that as well. Not you shouldn't get it because I didn't get it, but rather I'm glad you got it because I deserved it as well. And this is now something that while I got hurt by it in the past, other people can start in the future. The decision itself is also interesting because I I kind of expected forgiveness to go to people who might have gone to state schools and community colleges. Right. Um, Well, that was like a lot of the talk before to make community college tuition free, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that, there's still a huge push for that. And, um, and, I might and a be lot more of people, open to. a lot of people are, are forced into situations where they can't go to, you know, the fancy Ivy league grad school or whatever, um, because of the price of these schools, if we're going to go back to that. And uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I'll, I'll come out and say it. My student loans actually went into default because I, I wasn't paying them. I just suck at paying bills and it hurt my credit okay. for years. And it put me in a bad spot. It took me a while to get my credit back up. I mean, this is just like a hole that my, by me paying my student loans is something that could have been avoided if I had 10 grand. Well, I don't know if 10 grand would have done it, but like, I mean, said, it would have helped. And and you're help. not, you're, you're not wrong to feel probably a little bit slighted by it at the same time. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like this outrage that is being seen from people who've already like dealt with this I, even like parents and like i have friends whose parents are like like well fuck you kid yeah fuck you kid like i had like, to do it you should have to do it too and misplaced and yeah I, I agree i think it's totally misplaced and i think that the way like again graduating into a pandemic graduating into an economy that is so like that was set up by the people the generation ahead of us and fucked us over <laughs> now we can't get any jobs our wages like, don't go up but everything else has gone up exactly like you could have been like, a plumber i'm still making so could you <laughs> i i would guarantee i i wonder i would have to ask my parents but they do they used to do the same job that i do right now like pretty 
pretty much the same job. And I would guarantee you that they were making argue like about the same salary that I'm making now, but I have to pay more in rent groceries decades ago. Decades ago. Decades ago. I doubt they were making anywhere near what you're making. Call Bob. Yeah. Not Bob. Don't call Bob. (laughs) We're not gonna call Bob. Um (laughs) Bob will lose his shit. I love Um, Bob. But but I and I do think that there's probably like like there's probably a segment of the population that like yeah there it would have it's it's not necessarily y'all's problem that all of that the way that we like Gen Zers are are we Gen Z I don't even know we're millennials we're uh, the way that us millennials like have kind of graduated into this circumstance but um you know, I, you can't make everybody happy. <laughs> and Mikey, you made a really good point that the way the system is created is meant to disenfranchise people and create class. Like Mikey, you went mm. through the exact same thing that a lot of people went through. Like you struggle to pay off the loans. It fucks your credit. Then you lose opportunity to get other things that right. is not, not on purpose. Right. I'm, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but that is not, not on purpose. Like the, the way that the things are structured and the way we've the credit system is fake. We set up the credit system to control people, to so, limit so people. True. And I, I think I, I should have realized that, uh, you know, first day of college when they gave away credit cards, like they were like water. <laughs> exactly. Knowing so, that these kids aren't going to pay off their <laughs> credit cards. I am happy right. to sit here and say, Mikey C, you are a victim of the system, but the people. <laughs> um... <laughs> that should be on That's... my. Tinder profile. That is Mikey the title C, of this of episode. This... <laughs> no, that is the title of this episode. Mikey C, victim of the system. And everything that encompasses this whole episode. I love, but I'm sorry. But, but again, I would, if you were saying fuck you to somebody, I'm not so, so sure you would say fuck you to the people that were in the same position you were in early 2000s, but rather the people that put you in the position, which was our government. Well, I mean, that's just, I mean, I'm not going to go out protesting about it, but I'm I'm bitter. I'm definitely <laughs> bitter. bitter. As yeah. long as you're bitter at the right people. Don't. What gets me is people go on like fights and tangents online about like, this is horrible. I had to do it. So you, sh- you should too. I'm like, wait, like, should you be frustrated? Sure. My student loans are gone. They're paid off. And I'm a little like, okay, well, if I just right. waited, but yeah, like, right. You know what? In the grand scheme of things, I was able to get that done for a myriad of reasons. And this isn't about individual need. This is about greater good, greater group, mutual aid, if you will. Um, and like sometimes that's just how it has to be. Like, should I could I have waited five years and gotten that ten thousand dollars? Yes. But in the grand scheme of things, this isn't just about me. This is about something much, much larger than this. And my student loans are paid off and I'm doing fine. So that's what matters. And so are you. I'm I'm admirable of you. Yeah, it's this. It's big. I mean, this Mm -hmm. and and I just want to put out there. Say what you want about Mr. Joe, Joey, Joey boy over here. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. But he did say he was going to do it. And he did it. And he just happened to wait around when the primaries were happening. It's so funny. That is really (laughs) so funny. Do I look stupid? And don't answer. Honestly, answer like symbolically <laughs> wait you, you do want me to answer sure Ooh. i'm wearing no. adidas <laughs> these are expensive i did get them at marshall's are they joggers are they like my joggers joggers yeah but i'm for 15 bucks at a his don't have the stripes though yours had the yeah stripes. they do yeah they... Oh, wait they do no they don't no these are different but they were like a you know these are a niche don't worry about mine it. were 45 and yours were 15 Marshall. That's that's how I save my money. Is I go to fucking uh home the goods? the Home Goods Marshall. I'm I'm such a slut for Home Goods. And then we have uh, and then, like you see add that to the list of things that you could do for your dating. Oh yeah, take a girl to Home Goods. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Hmm. Oh man. If a boy took me to Home Goods, I'd probably sleep with him. Wow. Okay, putting that on the list. <laughs> Um, I invited her to Home Goods a couple weekends ago. That's true. You did invite me to Home Goods. We'll go to Home Goods this week. Um, so Mikey and I, when we hang out, we're going to go to Home Goods. <laughs> All right. Very romantic. I hope it's not a muggy night. Uh, that's how we save money, other than getting our student loan debt canceled, or not in Mikey C's case. Congratulations. Or Mike Rose's case. <laughs> Thank I'm you everyone for joining us. If you haven't already, give us a, a shout on our social media. Our handle is at UFR Vodcast. 
shoot us an email at helloufr at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Send an email so Kata can check it. Yeah, send an email so that when I do check it, it's not just spam. Like, please, even if you just have some mean shit to say, I'll just forward it to one of these two and they'll deal with you. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we will see y'all next week. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Watching preseason football. Bye. 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 Bye.